Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 100. Featuring the Brooklyn Brawler. And away we go. Bopping your head to that brand new theme of a shot of wrestling. Check your pulse. That's that's how you do it. That's your badass theme song. Welcome to episode one hundred. Finally here on a shot of wrestling, and making his way to studio, finding me for the first time in two weeks. Green man, welcome back to a shot of wrestling. How are you, my friend? My man. My man, oh my god, I am beyond excited to actually make it through 100 episodes. I mean, you have made it through 100 episodes with me. Damn right. Congratulations to you. I mean, you took like 20 weeks off, but it's fine. But Jesus Christ, Padiac, you outdid yourself. I I, I mean, it, it, it gets me so wow, right? pumped up. And like makes me believe my own shit from time to time. So I'm putting all the other podcasts on notice after this this one. Episode 100, all you other podcasts out there are on notice. If you think you are a better podcast than a shot of wrestling, dial it up, 619-343-3005, and tell your green man why. Because we are the only 
wrestling podcast that's giving you guys a variety. We're giving you the news. We're giving you Raw and SmackDown cheers and heels. We're giving you rewinds of, of old episodes. And a professionally produced and, by a professional. <laughs> and we're giving you interviews, not just with indie stars, but with top name stars and who bigger to hit episode 100 than one the Brooklyn Brawler, which you'll hear from very soon. Michael J. Putty, how are you feeling on episode 100? Not bad. We popped some, we popped some bubbly. Yeah, we did. I, I'm drinking we did some a, good, good champagne. We did some champagne. We did a couple of shots eh, of, uh, como dice, uh, alcohol. Yes. I'm feeling pretty. Uh, oh, so pretty. Yeah. Mike, the bartender, hooked us up before we even got into the studio. It is a celebration. The studio is jam-packed. We had to push people away because we needed silence to that, record That's the, the best thing you do in podcast silence, <laughs> yes. But uh, we got it on the way. There's, I mean, reminiscing back into the last hundred episodes, who would have believed that we would have made it this far? Not me. Not, <laughs> not me. And not only have we made it this far. Well, can we remind everybody? What, 60, 50 episodes ago, you quit the show? I quit. Can we just remind I people? I, I, I had a baby. I and was ready a, to hang up the ropes. I, I threw a somehow weird fucking freak loophole, which was dead serious. Once again, not kayfabe. You kind of had won a contest, and now here you fucking are. Here there we go. you go. And I made it to episode 100. I mean, this, I lost that bet. This show has so much history already as it is, but the best. History is not even written yet. It is in the future. It's it, not, that's not history, though. That it's, it, it, it will be because we're going to tear apart the history books. And it, at 2019, you'll be like, oh, I remember when a shot of wrestling did that because we already moved on to the next big thing. Take a shot. What? You still have it going on in your head. It, 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 it's, it's, it's fucking catchy. Patiac, again, if, if you don't know. The Pat- fastest rapper in the Southwest. Thank you. The assassin. All right. It's the assassin, Patiak. Yeah, and and we're getting into WrestleMania. Take a shot. What? Michael J. Putty, we're getting into WrestleMania season. No, no, no. no. I'm getting to WrestleMania season. You're getting the stay-at-home season. Oh, well, Michael J. Putty, I think it's time we drop some bombs on this episode 100 with some exclusive content that the green man officially on episode 100 will be part of wrestlemania weekend oh, so you got your go tickets? ahead go you, ahead where you sitting clap get excited i'm not getting excited did you almost pee in your pants not even close uh so where are you sitting I am. I'm. I'm. I'm in the stadium. Okay, where? Are you I, with, are you sitting with me and your boys, or are you sitting with uh, Jeff and those guys? Listen, everybody's my boys. The WWE universe is my yeah, boys. So where are you sitting? I don't have my tickets yet. Oh, then what the fuck are you talking about? But the reason. So this is false hype. No, there's no false hype. But the reason that I'm going to be at WrestleMania weekend, the reason that a shot of wrestling will be represented this year at WrestleMania is because we're ready to give you an exclusive on episode 100. Here it goes. A Shot of Wrestling will be one of the official sponsors to GCW Presents Joy Janela's Spring Break 2. Big news here on episode 100. But that's not it, Michael J. Putty. That is not it at all because GCW is coming to you with two great events during WrestleMania weekend. They are also introducing for the first time ever Matt Riddle presents Bloodsport. Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. That means that matches could only be won by knockout 
or submission and just announced this week the ultra violent death match killer Masada will be part of Matt Riddle's blood sport. Michael J. Putty. Besides that, me and you are going to be hanging on Bourbon Street. I'm going to get my ticket to WrestleMania. I be I may be up in the nosebleeds with the bleacher creatures, but I will make it there. Don't worry about it. We're going to have a great weekend. Uh, I'll buy you one of those uh, beignets. What are they called? Like from from those powdery donuts things that they have. You love you some uh, I gumbo. Hoping, I hope it's a stripper, but it's fine. Definitely a beignet. <laughs> But it's going to be a great weekend with your boys of a shot of wrestling. Green Man and MJP going to represent WrestleMania weekend. We'll be in there. Do you remember what happened last time we were in Nolens? It was a good fucking no, time. No, because you were fucking fucked up. <laughs> it was a good fucking time. I was talking to drunk people. I was talking to drunk strippers. I was talking to drunk people. You were talking to people <laughs> who you did not know and challenging them to slap you. Oh, jeez. I forgot about in that. In the chest. <laughs> doing... Chest slaps for some weird reason. Yes, you're right. I have a video of that and the echo of that chop. I don't understand how you're still surviving. I don't know why why I should come back. I don't, I don't know, know why either. You have nothing to conquer because why. you didn't. I blame GCW for this. <laughs> Game Changer Wrestling. I blame you. I am going to WrestleMania. I am going to support Matt Riddle's Bloodsport, Joy Janela's Spring Break 2. I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm going to be in New Orleans. I'm going to be on Bourbon Street. And we're going to bring the chops back, baby. I'm not responsible for you. <laughs> I mean, I am not taking care of you. I don't know who. Someone's got to take care of the green. Ain't man. this guy. <laughs> Ain't this guy this year. Last time, last time I did it. I had a nice buzz and drunkenness going on, and you rounded off, got your fucking ass beat by these fucking guys, and I lost my buzz, because you were fucking, and you collapsed on the floor, you were found asleep on the floor. Yeah, it was a wild and crazy night. It, it was, was a wild and crazy <laughs> night. <laughs> it ended with, with the uh, rock impersonator coming into our bedroom. No, it started with a rock impersonator <laughs> coming to your bedroom. <laughs> well, a night that starts with a rock impersonator. It has to end in, in an epic night with chops and shit. So it, no, it didn't. And then our friend Jonathan, who just had to stay in the hotel room like an adult <laughs> and go to sleep, while me and your boy Lex babysat you while you got your ass. Oh, I'm sorry, chest. If you want to see some, of the, if you want to see some of these craziness, dial it up six one nine three four three three zero zero five. Give us your details. We'll meet up in New Orleans. You could also follow us. You know? Or you follow at Michael J. Putty. I'll probably post that video <laughs> in a w- couple minutes. Well, speaking about posting, there there's a lot of things going on in social media right now. And A Shot of Wrestling is in all of social media. So if you want to follow us, if you're new listeners to the show, this is a variety wrestling show. So we're not just going to give you the news. We're not just going to give you interviews. We're not just going to give you uh, a recap of Raw and SmackDown. We're going to give it to you all in hopefully an hour and 30 minutes and that's what we're going to do and we also have a facebook group so just follow us on facebook at a shot of wrestling on instagram at a shot of wrestling and on twitter at shot of wrestling no way well done now you have an exclusive interview on episode 100 big. is that correct yeah I'm, I'm going big this year i'm going big on this episode okay do you want to tell us who it is ladies and gentlemen i i've promoted it all on social media already so brooklyn brawler is on the show we got him but before we get the brawler this episode episode 100 is brought to you by cwo crooked 
World Order, your one-stop shop for your wrestling and pop culture-inspired apparel, your hats, your shirts, your panties. Find all their merchandise at funnyshirts.org slash s slash cwstore28. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 100, and we have a very special guest here this evening. None other than New York Zone, Brooklyn Zone, Brooklyn Brawler. How are you, my man? I'm doing fantastic. First thing I want to do is thank you for being on your podcast. I've heard your past episodes, and I think you've got a great podcast. Thank you so much. Um, let's get right into it because there's a lot of information that you have to give to us. And whatever we don't go over today, we could hear it in your uh, your Audible book, which is yes. amazing, by the way. Getting great reviews. Did you, did, you, did you listen to it? I did. And I got to tell you, it goes very well with a, a drink in hand and you just sit back and it literally felt yeah. like I was connecting with you, just like enjoying a drink with a friend at a bar and you telling all these stories throughout the years. Brawler Unfiltered, and it's on Amazon, it's on iTunes, it's on Kindle, it's everywhere. Yeah. So what we're going to do is going to try not to go too much into the stories that are in the book, because I want everybody to go and listen to it, because it's amazing. Right. Uh, But let's just uh, start off. uh, Describe the moment you decided to pursue your career in professional wrestling. Well, well, I always watched wrestling when I was a child. Me and my brothers used to always look at wrestling magazines. We used to watch Channel 47 in New York. It was called Lucha Libre. I don't know you're too young for that, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, I always admired Bruno San Martino. And uh, my brother always admired superstar Billy Graham. You know, So we always were lifting weights. And then one day somebody gave me tickets to Madison Square Garden, and, and it all started there. I was intrigued by the live, live performance at Madison Square Garden. I was fascinated by it. I fell in love with it that day. It's amazing. You go more into detail in that audio book. Um, right. But you had a 32-year career in the WWE. 17 of those years were in the ring and 15 behind the scenes. What were your roles within that time? Well, so like you said, 17 years, I was, I was on the road 17 days a month, two to four planes a week, wrestling constantly. Mm-hmm. And then when it started winding down, I, I moved into the production part of it behind the scenes, which I did all kinds of radio spots. Like all those DVDs that everyone looks at, yeah. I shot every one of them. I'm the guy asking the questions to the wrestlers. So uh, there were so many different responsibilities that went with that job. So I did that for 15 years, and I think it's uh, pretty much of a record 32 years in one company. I think a record and, for uh, a lot of people in any company. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, could... that's, a, that, that's, that's a, great, a great run. Yeah. Is there any position while you were with EE that um, you wanted to explore, but you didn't get an opportunity to? You mean besides wrestling? Yeah. Oh, I, I always loved UFC, but I always said to myself, I better not do that because, you know, it's a whole different animal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Professional wrestling in UFC. I always looked at Brock Lesnar like, wow, you know, he's larger than life. Yeah. You know, with the greatest, the greatest advocate of all time, Paul Heyman. You know, that guy has got so much knowledge. Meeting Paul Heyman has did nothing but give me more knowledge in wrestling. Now, you were managed once by a manager, Bobby Heenan, at one time. Oh. I mean, that's a great name to, to have beside you and backing you up, too. Yeah, Bobby Heenan was a fantastic friend, great guy. He was hilarious. If you knew him, if you knew him personally, you would realize that his personality was very, very charismatic. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he actually came up with the Brooklyn Brawler. Oh, he really? said to me, they're going to repackage you. We're going to make you the Brooklyn Brawler, and I'm going to manage you. 
And that's where it all started with the Terry Taylor, the Red Rooster mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And uh, I was very uh, saddened when he passed. But I got to see him in many autograph sessions before he passed. Right. Now, you have a many firsts. Being the first, um, you get a lot of recognition. Pat Patterson as the first IC champion. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, first one to win the Rumble. Finn Balor, right. the first Universal champion. But you have something very rare um, that is not talked about as much but you were the first matches for many of the top superstars ricky steamboat owen hart the rock that's crazy the rock, <laughs> the, the rock sent me the rock sent me a picture it's about two feet by two feet and has a picture of him hip tossing me it has seven dollars in the glass oh. it says he says i had seven dollars to my name when i got into business and i could never thank you enough oh, wow. now he named his production company seven bucks production wow because he had he had seven dollars we, we had a wrestling match. He did very well. We went to dinner that night. He got a contract the next day. And the rest is history. Are there any other firsts that are not really talked about um, in your career? Bret Hart. Bret Hart. I had his first match in WWE because, of course, he was in Calgary and different places. And yeah. when he came to the WWE, I was the first one to ever wrestle him in the Cincinnati Gardens. And uh, Ricky Steamboat, like you said, Owen Hart. Uh, I'm trying to think. Now, there's so many. Blah, Mark Henry. Oh wow! I had yeah. his first. I had his. Wow, first that's a match. big guy to to work in. He's there a with. powerhouse. He's a powerhouse. I have a lot of respect for him. He's a great guy. I always got along with him. Yeah, we have a big saying on the show. Uh, it is wrestling brings people together. Early in your career, you had the opportunity to travel with Hulk Hogan. Uh, oh yeah, that through, was a, that was a blast. <laughs> now through this Hulk, experience, yeah. um, were and you were fortunate, I'm sure, to meet some celebrities. Was there anybody that you were starstruck by that you? marked out to well the biggest celebrity well Hulk, with hulk hogan i met cindy lava mr t i met uh, billy crystal i met joe piscopo people like that but the mm-hmm. biggest like you say mark out experience i ever had with a celebrity was when the wwe used to have uh guest gms do you remember that yeah like every yeah. week would be a guest gm so uh you jackman was a gm mm-hmm. so you jackman I I, read, I never knew him because I never watched his uh, his series, the Wolverine, the Wolverine and all that yeah. stuff. So I'm walking down the hallway, and you, Jackman, goes to me. You're the only person I recognize in this building. <laughs> I says, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "He goes in 1984. I watched you wrestle live with my dad. I wasn't even an actor yet." in sydney australia oh my god i says that's right that was my first australian tour he goes do you mind if i take a picture with you and tweet it out i said well shouldn't i be asking you that he goes <laughs> no he goes no it's very very important to me because i was with my father and i remember you wow and i knew he, i knew he was telling me the truth because he said you had a beard you had this you knew everything about me mm-hmm. oh man well it's true then wrestling does bring people together um it's oh, a yeah. motto of the show now, you're at a point in your career where uh, people come to you for advice, but is there any piece of advice that you received that you still carry to this day? Well, Rock always said, it's nice to be important, but more important to be nice, which is really mm. very strong. I always used a, a saying that said, be humble or you will stumble. Now, the rest, in the wrestling industry, you have to leave your ego at the door. Yeah, you could forget about coming in with a big ego and walking through the dressing room because they'll eat you alive. I mean, they'll literally tell you, "Get out." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because egos make you ugly. Yeah, I mean, there's a difference between an ego outside the ring and an ego inside the ring. 
Absolutely. And I think if you get into a locker room and you're trying to put on a product for the fans, the, the more tight knit that the locker room is, um, you, the, the fans feel it when it comes outside. There's not it's that a tension. family. Yeah. It's a family. Mm-hmm. It really is. I made so many friends over the years. I mean, I, I went to Oregon and wrestled Mr. Perfect before he was way before he was Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Mm-hmm. I became very good friends with Kurt Henning. I became good friends with Rock. I became good friends with John Cena. I, be, I mean, everybody is a family. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's like a fraternity of guys, you know? Yeah, I still keep in touch with all of them. Now, as a wrestling fan, who do you get excited to see perform nowadays? Oh, uh, as a wrestling fan, I like to see Brock Lesnar. Okay. I love I love watching Brock Lesnar. He's this man is a specimen. Unless you've stood next to him, you don't realize this guy is like a machine. He's like a machine. I, I think he's unbeatable. You know, because you have seen him in the UFC. Mm-hmm. He went into UFC and they're all laughing. Oh, you come up to here. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? He made a few mistakes. I mean, he he fought uh, uh Frank Mir. I think it was his name was he, and he gave him his leg, and Frank grabbed his leg. But he learned by all his yeah. mistakes, and he never re- he never repeated his mistakes. And then he finally got it. He clicked and became UFC champion so and well-deserved. So as someone that you're so excited to see, like Brock Lesnar, I love seeing Brock Lesnar too. Um, why isn't he on TV as often then? Well, you know what? You, you, don't, you don't overexpose somebody. And I'm not, I'm not talking for the company. I'm just talking in my own knowledge. Yeah. Okay, if you eat steak every single week, every single week, every single week, and then you bring out a steak and you go, oh, not again. You know what I mean? Mm. You've got to stay fresh. You got to stay fresh. You eat a steak. We don't give you one for a month. You eat a steak again, then you enjoy it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Nice uh, analogy there. Um, in every business, um, I'm sure there's individuals that love to say, I remember how things were back in my day, you know? How different is the business now from when you were breaking into it? Well, the business is completely different today as it was back in the 80s and the early 90s because it, w- it was. Uh, privately owned mm-hmm. once the business went corporate now we're dealing with stockholders we're dealing with a board of directors now back then like you remember chief j strong though yeah he used to say uh the inmates are running the asylum you know what i mean like <laughs> in other words there would be a lot of wrestling ribs jokes yeah like owen hart owen hart oh that's another first owen hart he was uh he was a master at pranks so I we've mean, heard <laughs> yeah yeah but he was a great guy. I wrestled him as Owen Hart many times, as yeah. Blue Blazer many times. I've wrestled so many people. I wrestled Bruno San Martino. Now, that, how was that? Because that's someone that I you idolize, it. you know, going into the business. Yeah. I could only imagine, okay. like, meeting some of the people that I'm like, wow, these guys are like, if I met Triple H, I'd be like, dude, I love you. Like, you're my guy, you know? So how is it getting well, into a ring with someone like well, I, I, like I was saying, me and my brothers used to watch, look at wrestling magazines in my mom's backyard. It used to be Chief J. Strongbow, Superstar Billy Graham, mm-hmm. uh, all these people. I never realized I'd be wrestling every single one of these people like 20 years later yeah. or whatever it was, 15 years later. But it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing the way my life, my life went and all the people that I've wrestled. I mean, and you know, just the interesting part about it is Bruno was doing commentary with Vince. And uh, yeah. Vince wanted them to have one more match. And he goes, only if I wrestle Lombardi. Oh, wow. Because he, he was watching my matches, and he realized that I'm not greedy in the ring. You know, I do everything to help the guy out. And he, he, he felt safe with me. Mm-hmm. Bruno, to this day, if you mention my name, he will totally, totally speak highly of me. Well, I know um, from just listening to someone to your previous podcast and, um, you know, reading up a little bit about you, you don't see the, the term jobber, for example, as, yeah. as it being something bad. 
You know, you're pretty proud oh. of being a jobber and you've built your career of, of doing that and putting people over. Is there something that you've learned from putting so many people over throughout the past few years that you want to, everybody to get about the jobbers in general? Well, first of all, I don't care about jobber. A lot of guys go, don't call me a jobber. Don't call me, call me an enhancer guy. I don't care. Cause you know what it is? A jobber you call them a job or they call mm-hmm. them enhancement guys now. My job was to make any wrestler look good, even if they did not have the ability to look good on their own, which I had to adjust myself. Like Mark Henry would be a completely different match than Owen Hart. You know what right. I mean? Mark Henry's a powerhouse. He's giving me bear hugs. Mm-hmm. He's giving me power slams. You know, Owen Hart, you know, he was very, very technical. He would do all these crazy moves and this and that. It's, it, it's all different. The powerhouse is actually easy to work with. But I could imagine you know I mean? if, if you have to make so many adjustments to yourself and the way that you're wrestling, it must be so much harder to be a jobber than, you know, to hold your own trade and be like, hey, I'm going to just be the technical guy. You know, I'm just going to be like the powerhouse guy, you know. No, but you can't you can't call that. That's all the uh, the officer's decision. That's Vince's Interesting. Decision. OK. You know what I mean? They, they tell you who you're wrestling. You don't say I want to wrestle this person. Right now. Raw has been around for it's going to be 25 years and a lot of top stars are returning. It's going to be in Brooklyn Barclay Center and also at the original Manhattan Center where the first episode debut. Um, could right. we expect Brawler to be one of those names? Well, I don't think I, I haven't gotten any calls. I don't have nothing. I, I mean, I It'd don't be know. a shame, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, don't stop. New my York call. loves it's you. Like, I know New York would go crazy if I came out. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I don't know. I, you know, right now, no. Okay. Um, how may, How and why did the decision uh, for your time to wrap up with the WWE come around? Okay, if you take two to four planes a week for 32 years, mm-hmm. th- th- would that kind of burn you out? Oh, oh no, <laughs> you was, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. It's, um, you know, I, I did all the years. I've, I've wrestled everybody. I've been production work. I did all, the, all this stuff. You know, I, I, I thought the time was right. Okay. And how does how is it adjusting to life after the dark? Oh, fantastic! Yeah? I'm so happy. I love that. I'm so happy. I'm still wrestling Good independently. Okay. I wrestle independently, and I go to autograph sessions, and I still get to see the guys at autograph sessions. Mm-hmm. The family always comes back together. Yeah. <laughs> now, speaking of the indies, your first indie match was with Eric Jaden, and uh, we briefly uh, talked. Eric Jaden and me had a match in Brooklyn. Uh, I, I got to speak very highly of Jaden. He's a very gifted wrestler. And uh, I even put, I even talked about him in Jericho's podcast. He's a very good guy, but me and him, you know, when we get together in the ring, it's like chemistry. Yeah, you, it's like, you know, there's, there's something special about Eric, and I always liked Eric. What What is it about you two when you got together in the ring that it just felt? It's right? like a natural. It's a natural like hatred. Like in other words, you're better than me. I'm better than you. You're better than me. But Eric's a very good wrestler. Yeah. You know, so it's not like it's not like I can, I can out I'm outclassing him. We could put a great show on together. Well, hopefully uh, a lot of the independent companies in the area are listening to this show and book that match because I'm sorry to say that I missed that match. And if it came around again, I would not make that mistake. Well, I'd be <laughs> Eric and Eric wants a rematch. Yeah. So, And I'm willing to give it to him. Okay. Uh, well, the indie scene is blowing up. I'm sure you know. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Many top names are making more money now outside of bigger companies and in the independent scene. Um, do you see this being a future, uh, problem for in the future, or do you think it's going to be better for the business? I think it's better for the business that the wrestlers have another avenue to go go to after they leave mm-hmm. WWE. I think it's great. 
and indies are so much more relaxing. I mean, you don't have, you know, it's so, it's so, uh, corporate in WWE. Yeah. But the indies, the indies, you just come in, you just see, you know, and I like to talk to young guys and, and just like give them a little bit of knowledge. I always saying, watch my match, watch my match. Mm-hmm. I watch, I watch the match, but sometimes they go around the block to cross the street. Now that's an analogy, meaning you're doing too much when you could do less and get more out of it. Right. Uh, do you have any passions outside of the ring? Passions outside of the ring? Yeah, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's my biggest passion. I love it in your audio book how you did mention, I was waiting for that moment to see how you and her got together. Because in, in the life that you guys live as professional wrestlers, I always wonder, there's so many women out there, you know, throwing pretty much throwing themselves at you. How do you keep a romantic relationship going? How did you do it? Well, my wife, the best part about my wife is she's never been to a wrestling match before I met her. She didn't even, I was with Hulk Hogan when I met her, and she didn't even know who Hulk was. Oh, I wow. Loved, I, no, I love that because she wasn't a wrestling person. She told me when she was when she was younger, she used to pass by her with the channels and just keep going and go, oh, look at that. Little did she know she'd be married to one. You know, we're married for 32 years. Congratulations. Which is very rare yeah. in the wrestling business. It's rare in general. In general, yeah. Absolutely. Very old school. And you come from a very old school family, a large family, right? Yeah, Italian family in Brooklyn, New York. You're still there and... Uh... Are you Italian? I am Ecuadorian, but again, oh, okay. I feel like my grandparents uh, back in the day just got busy. I have so many aunts and uncles. You know, times are different now. I have one son, but I still try to find a balance, which is why I ask you, you know, right. how do you find the balance between like your passions of wrestling and the balance of personal life? Well, when I was on the road steady, my wife traveled with me like for the first 10 years of our marriage. And then after that, it was more like uh, she would she would take me to go take me to the airport and then pick me up. And it would be like every, every week was like a honeymoon. You know what I mean? Because we just <laughs> we'd have that three day break for raw smack. But then again, I was on the road 17 days, 17 days out of the month. Gotcha. So but just so I would she would fly in and she would meet me. And oh, there was so many transitions. But she went. She used to go a lot. Awesome. Uh, we just wrapped up 2017, new year ahead of us. Do you have any uh, goals or resolutions? In 2018, mm-hmm. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm in better shape right now than when I was 25. Yeah. I'm telling you. I've the, seen pictures. The, uh, have you seen the pictures? Did you see the newest picture that just came out of me? You're huge. Your your chest is is incredible. My chest is because <laughs> my my love for Bruno San Martino. I always concentrate on the chest. It looks like two slabs of beef, but believe it or not, I'm just 200 pounds. Yeah. Wow, man. Lean. Very lean. Very lean, but still muscular. I like that. Now, briefly, we just talked about a little bit about your past, your present, and your future. I want everybody to go listen to this audiobook because it, it truly is amazing. And take my advice, you know, drink a drink a shot, put a drink, a Jack Daniels drink right next to you, and then just enjoy the hour and a half um, ride with, with Brooklyn Brawler, man. Oh, um, unbelievable. And I'll tell you, the best thing is, if you want me to give a personal message to you, you know, you could go to uh, celebrity videos. Do you, ever, you know about yeah. celebrity videos? Mm-hmm. I'll say happy birthday, Merry Christmas. I, I'll, I'll give a personal message. And then I got a whole uh, on WrestlingTees.com. I got about 10 or 12 personally designed shirts. So I urge everyone to please check it out. When and where can we see you next? And also, where can we follow you on all social media? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Brawler Real. There's two R's in the middle. Brawler and then Real. One word. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a very great conversation with the Brooklyn Brawler here on episode 100 of A Shot of Wrestling. Thank you so much for being well, with us. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You're doing a great job. 
props to Eric Jaden for getting me to come on your podcast. <laughs> I appreciate that. Do you mind just sticking around for one more moment? We have last okay. call. to the end of this episode because the Brooklyn Brawler is going to be on Last Call. It's In the News with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. Great interview, Green Man. Good job. Thank you, man. Wow. Well, it's a big pull for you. <laughs> big pull for us. Good job. You did it well. You Listen it well. to the audio book, though. The audio book is amazing. Um, and if you're following us on B Plus Player Radio and you're listening to us through all of their outlets, B Plus Player Radio has a great connect with audio books. And this is one of the first books you should get with their promotion of your free month because the Brooklyn Brawler book, amazing, amazing. However, I can break some news to you. You're breaking news to me? In the time span between that interview and this show, I can confirm to you he got that phone call. Oh! I don't, I Brooklyn Brawler <laughs> has been confirmed for Raw 25. I, I would assume it was at the Manhattan of, Center. I would assume that it was because a shot of wrestling. You know, we made the post on Instagram. We we made the push, and he got the call. Brooklyn Brawler, you're welcome. Because um, you know, <laughs> it's very well documented on this show. Going way back when. Way back. Way back. The E listens. All the time. Every time we say something, it happens a week or two later. It does. So the power of our positivity booked the Brooklyn Brawler for Raw 25. So he got the phone call. Well done. Hey, we're we're making dreams happen. And, And not for nothing, a Raw 25th anniversary from New York could not happen with the without the Brooklyn Bronx. Is it from so, Brooklyn? Congratulations, yeah. uh, buddy. We'll we'll we're looking forward to seeing you there. There's a lot of news this week. Ready to get into some news? Let's get make it happen. But, what? There's some things we got to take care of ahead of time. Uh, Greenman, you you're the uh, man behind the microphone when it comes to interviews. Yeah. A lot of connections. You have a lot of connections in the past couple hundred episodes. Well, really, what, 30? I'm green for those connections. <laughs> well, some of your friends have called the hotline, 619-3433-005, and left us some congratulatory messages. This is the definition of authority and sexiness, Eric Jaden, and I want to wish a very sexy congratulations. Congratulations. That's right. To a... a- Shot of Wrestling Podcast for their 100th episode. Now that's sexy, baby. What? What? Hi, this is Rob Kiljoy with the Ugly Ducklings. I just wanted to give a shout-out or a shout-out to a shot of wrestling. Happy 100th show. Happy anniversary. Quack, quack, quack. Here's to 100 more. You guys are listening to a shot at wrestling with the Cloth Mike Law. Hey, guys, I want to congratulate you. 100 episodes. You reached that milestone. Want to thank you guys. Couldn't have done it without you. Couldn't have done it without the wrestling fans. And certainly want to wish you the best and a hundred more episodes going forward. Congratulations, guys. What's up, guys? This is Adam Geddes. I wanted to congratulate MJT and Green Man on their 100th episode. It's one of the greatest 
podcast out there right now for wrestling. Man, I can't wait to listen in every week. It's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Can't wait. Congratulations, guys. And by the way, congratulations to Adam Geddes for just recently signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Giants. You fucked up. <laughs> wow, I can't can't believe they actually took time out of their day to leave a message for us. Thank you very much, guys. Wow. Great man. There's this uh it's a wonderful life. Yeah. The saying is no man is a failure for those he has friends. And you have friends, my friend. We have friends. It's not you just have friends. Congratulations. You have a lot of friends wow. who called in just as great as like you in a hundred episodes, even though you missed thirty something. <laughs> wow. But I think I I'm humbled. Think, it's really nice. I think we're in a news segment, right? Yeah, I think I think it's time to get some uh, news. let's get it going. It's been a big news week. Well, once again, a new story we broke on our social medias, Facebook.com slash Shot of Wrestling, a Shot of Wrestling on Instagram, Shot of Wrestling, no A on Twitter. Jay Uso was arrested last week following a, a live event in Texas. The reason was he was a driving under the influence of alcohol. He was charged with being intoxicated while behind the wheel and released on five hundred dollar bail. And I like to clear up, he was not hanging out with the Shot of Wrestling guys. A lot of people have been speculating. Pull it up, pull his baby. Yeah, they, they've been speculating that it was the Shot of Wrestling guys who started handing some shots out. And all of a sudden, you know, Jay Uso gets arrested. It was not us. Well, the WWE gave me the following statement. No, me, me the statement. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Fatu is responsible for his own responsible, uh, personal activities. We are investigating the matter and awaiting further invest- inf- information from the local law enforcement. So, think he'll get punished? Think he'll drop the title? I think he's going to drop the title. I think they're going to drop the title. But I, I think someone posted on Facebook. I mean, Kayfab is not dead. Kayfab lives through this storyline right now. Yeah. It, talk about the Uso penitentiary. The dude actually served time. That's awesome. That's yeah. great for his storyline. In other news? Another news story broke on our social medias. Former Iron Addicts gym owner Richard Rodriguez. At least he spoke about. DEA raid that occupied the Miami-based gym about a year ago. Mm. The facility was raided due to steroid production and distribution. Oh, that's that's tough. But my man Rodriguez claims that a handful of celebrities, including your boy Mark Wahlberg, Josh Duhamel, and Roman Reigns were involved. Of course, the story is drawing all mainstream media attention. Wow. However, there's no firm evidence supporting any of this. Speculation. Of course. Uh, Roman Reigns released a statement saying, I have never heard of Richard Rodriguez or the wellness fitness nutrition. I learned from my mistakes in the past. I made nearly two years ago, and I paid the penalty for it. Since then, I passed 11 so, so, so wait tests a second. as part of the w- from independent that drug sta- testing pro- program. From that one statement alone, that means he is admitting to... Because back in the day when we were saying Roman Reigns was suspended, and we didn't know the reason why, and we could assume it was me for some like it was performance for- enhancement... Not necessarily drugs. Now we can confirm that it was steroids because no, he's saying he's I, I mean, he, he was just saying he learned from his mistakes by taking, his by mis- taking things he didn't know what it was. Like steroids, it wasn't, stero- it wasn't steroids. I think we confirmed it wasn't steroids. Know. It was some, some. I think it might have been something else, but I don't remember what it was offhand. But it wasn't steroids. If if you're part of our Facebook group at a shot of wrestling or Instagram, shot of wrestling, I commented on this. I I, I it's hard. To be the top man and to be the top dog. And I mean, you have to fight those urges to to do whatever it takes to be keep being that top man. So I do not blame Roman Reigns. If he took steroids, he took steroids. 
All right. He did it. If he did coke, if he did, uh, um, if he smokes weed, whatever he does, you you know, to be the top man, keep keep doing it, my man. He has yet to he has it. yet to com- comment on the situation. But however, TMZ, our good friends over at TMZ are yeah. reporting that Roman Reigns, as well as the other celebrities, are not being targeted a part of this raid mm. because the DEA does not investigate the buyers. The they investigate the sellers, sellers. And interesting distributors. Interesting. So. They're as of now safe because they only target the seller. So, so Roman Reigns is fine. So he's still the However, IC I'm, champion. I'm assuming the E will look into this, and if they find that he was in their own separate investigation, so these like random like uh, like uh, tests that they do for yeah. for wellness policy. Do now, like, if I was doing a random wellness policy test, would I be like, hmm, maybe I should randomly test Roman Reigns? No, because I think they just randomly tested randomly. Because what he said, it was, two, it was two years ago, and he's done 11 tests already. Hmm. So that's one every two months? Okay. So it's not bad. The next one. But will however, be- if this is true. If this is true, the next test probably will be post-WrestleMania, not not. Uh, no, it'll probably be in February. No, it should be post-WrestleMania. That's a three months away. Think, right now, I don't think anybody should be uh, tested. New- Why? Because it's WrestleMania season. All right, then the, the, You're risking... The, the E is not testing them. It's a third party. Oh, come on. That, 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 that's so kayfabe. Come on. In other news. It's not kayfabe. It's fact, though. In other news. The E doesn't control testing. Oh, my God. I thought you were more intelligent than that. I, I, I However, last week, I reported that Samoa Joe was injured. Yeah. We got an update, buddy. Tell me. The injury Hopefully actually, some good news. Aww. The injury is... Actually, a lot worse Damn. than they originally suspected. That sucks. And he will actually be out until late March. I blame the WWE, man. The hope was that he would be a couple, only a couple weeks, but no, he's going to miss no. a couple months. But he had a plaster fascia rupture, but yeah. he had plaster fasciitis. And I'm glad that you mentioned that the Green Man had that. It, it was good. So that now you're here you, in you studio. In. It's not. It, it's, it's, it, was, it yours sucks. is a lot less than what he's yes. dealing with, but you were a lot of pain. There was a lot of pain. I could barely stand on, on one of my and feet. How long did it take you to heal from that? I till this day, there's still pain that I feel till this day, and it's been two years. Um, two years? I've been able to walk more with comfort in the past few months, but uh, it took a while, man. So it's not easy. But it, I'm going back to I'm blaming the WWE. Samoa Joe was a talent in TNA that should have been signed years before he made his appearance, just like AJ Styles. Years before oh. AJ Styles is at his prime right now because of the WWE, but dude is in his forties, man. Okay, so I, I I blame the WWE because they could have signed Joe way before, done so much more with him before he got into this injury prone lifestyle. That that happens when you get older, man. It just happens. Great. In other news, another update to a story I reported last week: Mark Henry has retired as an in-ring performer. Well, apparently, here's an interesting update. He is no longer wrestling, but he's not using the word retired. Okay. He he wants mean? to spend more time at his home with his family and his kids. So basically, he's retired, but doesn't want to use the word retired. Oh, I like that. I like that. So I guess he would. If, if I ever don't want to retire, but I will retire, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Once again, a busy news week. For our social medias, broke a lot of new stories this week. You did. It was a very, 
very busy week. It's a good week to be a wrestling fan. Performance. <laughs> or to have a wrestling podcast. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> for the Performance Center, it's a lot of people coming and going. Uh, after several months of rumors, Ricochet signed with WWE. Finally. We've been on like the cusp of that story since we started hearing rumors. We saw Ricochet. Uh, he was facing Amazing Red at the Elks Lodge for HOG. Yep. Um, with his yeah. hot wife. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. In addition to Ricochet, they also signed former Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions and New Japan Tag Team Champions, War Machine, Raymond Rowe and Warbeard Hansen. Looking, f- I-, I haven't seen much from them in the past, and I'm an indie guy. Yeah, never mind. I haven't even I, heard of these guys. But I'm looking I forward War Machine to see was one guy. what they are. <laughs> I thought War Machine was one guy. <laughs> um, we also reported a couple months ago, I did, Yeah, that the East signed... Uh, American Ninja Warrior legend and standout uh, Casey Catanzaro while she officially re- reported to the performance center this week. So another A lot, not new, entrance new this signings. week. So those four names, I guess, join Shy- Shadia, Basios, Nasser, uh, and Candice LaRue <laughs> as official confirmed signings this week. So it was a busy week for the the performance center, as they saw a lot of people coming. Michael J. Putty. Which means they saw a lot of people going, though, right? We, we're, we're having a conversation on our Facebook group right now, and it's all about these new signings, man. Okay. Okay? And my thoughts about it are there's so many new signings, yet there's so much talent already in the WWE that they're not doing shit with. So why bring more Zach people? Ryder. So why bring more people into the fold that you ain't going to do shit with? It's just well, gonna, the women they'll do shit with. No, but they're but it's just really going to push out those people that you're like your sack riders, your um, rhinos, your rhinos not a big name. No, but he's but a big he, name. But he's he's on a, he's, but he's, he's on enhancement a, talent now. For, forget about the fashion files; they're going to go away because all this new talent they're going to push them out. Man, the ascension gone, forgotten. Never to be heard from again. He's just a negative person. I thought I was negative. Jesus Christ. <sighs> In other news. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, after months of a speculation, another news story broke on our social medias. Wow. Is now confirmed EC3, Ethan Carter III, will be returning to the WWE very soon. No word yet on if he's going to go to NXT or straight to the main roster as of now. Do you think he'll be a rumble pick? Like one of those surprise entrants? That's the, that's the rumor right now. He's going to be a possible surprise entrant into the Royal Rumble. But now I was I asked on our social medias, I'm, is that a big surprise? Okay. People know him as what? Something Bateman? Nathan Bateman? Michael Bateman? As during the original NXT days? Uh-huh. And he did nothing. Right. But he didn't went to TNA with EC3 and blew up. Right. Was one of the faces of their franchise. He was. He was. But, however, a lot of people don't know who he is. So, I'm asking, is he a surprise entry? Would you be surprised? Is he a big deal? Do people give a fuck? Where do people respond? Well, our good friend Darnell Mitchell at Licious says, he'll be down for it. Philadelphia is the right crowd for any surprise female or male to get a desired reaction because they feel he's a smart wrestling crowd. Mm. At Jolly underscore, here we go, something. 28693 simply said no. No. <laughs> uh, Luddock, L-U-D-D-E-L-U-C-K, said EC3 would be amazing. He wants to see him in NXT, defeated guys like Adam Cole and Johnny I like Gargano. That. I like that. And he thinks he would be a kick-ass 
Yes. NXT champion. Yes. Don't put him straight into the Rumble. Don't give him that main event. Rumble, yeah. We're sort of running right to the Rumble. No. And he was running back to the NXT. Give him the NXT push. I I like, I like, who was that that just the last Uh, comment was from? Ludduluck. L U D D E L U C K. He or she is on the. That money. was on Instagram. So go to our Instagram e- post. E- EC3 needs to go straight into NXT. But I was surprised at the reaction because EC3 is. He's okay. not going to get the reaction at the Rumble. He's not. He's According not, he, to Darnellicious, he's, he's no AJ Styles. Let's be honest. He's no AJ Styles. When AJ Styles debuted at the Rumble, that was a big deal. You mm. know, and even he, even he, went, also uh, didn't EC- get the biggest pop that night. I would have thought an AJ Styles would have gotten like a crazy pop. It did not happen. It's just point is EC3 owns the rights to his name, so I guess it will be, he will be debuting as EC3. So I'm interesting how that was going to play in the WWE universe. Like we mentioned, uh-huh. he is not big fans nope. of characters not created by themselves. Right. So we'll see what happens. In other news. Um, side note, we're watching Roy Rumble. The, my favorite Royal Rumble. 1992. Yeah, it is the fucking Beverly Brothers versus the <laughs> Bushwhackers, and not for nothing, this that's been going for like twenty minutes. Yo, holy Iron sh- Man match! <laughs> all the school tag teams. This match is still going on. I I, I was what telling you, it's like, uh, no, no joke, folks. Almost twenty minutes. I was telling you, fifteen the most uh, 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 off air. Um, I can't believe the the Bushwhackers got over as much as they did with their hands raising over yep. their head, licking it's- kids' faces. <laughs> Let's try that now in this culture. Mm-mm. That's maybe that's what the green man should do. The green man should go to fucking indie shows and just lick people in their face. <laughs> but I like, don't, I don't recommend. That. But like the hands going over your head, like that's fucking exercise, you know. And there's big overweight people in wrestling shows like this and the WWF back in the day. Like th- that, that's a lot of work to get over. I mean, come on. But the Bushwhackers made it happen. I love it. I love 92. 92 by the way, still the going on this match. This is like almost 20 minutes now, yeah. definitely. Great, great rumble. You never see this. In yeah. other news. Well, there's a political consultant called Roger Stone. Okay. He's a weird, wacky guy. If you watch MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, he's, a, he's out there. Okay. But he thinks he has a big hand in creating the phenomenon that was Donald Trump. Really? Yeah, and not many people disagree with that. Okay, but what did he's, he do? He, he's a crazy son of a bitch, though. Okay. I like crazy sons of bitches. Apparently, he's been trying to get Hulk Hogan to run for the United States Senate. Oh, God. Okay? Oh, God. I don't remember offhand, but I think the current... The, no, the current governor is running for the Senate seat now, but he wants to get Hogan to oppose him. Okay. And he said in, during the interview, and I quote, at the moment, I am more focused on persuading Hulk Hogan... Terry Bollea, to challenge Governor Rick Stott for the United States Senate in 2018. At the minimum, I hope to convince Hogan to body slam Scott in every debate. If the governor is under impression that this is a personal responsibility for $1 billion in Medicaid, fraud is no longer an issue. He's wrong. So first of all, my man Roger Stone is full-blown cutting a wrestling promo here. Yeah. And he is all I, on this Hogan train. I think he missed his calling as a booker. Yeah. <laughs> he is definitely a wrestling personality. If you ever seen him in interviews, he is definitely, definitely a wrestling personality. TNA signed him. Well, I think fucking Donald Trump was a whole wrestling personality when he did his intros going into conventions. I mean, if, if you're telling me this guy backed Donald Trump, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a wrestling fan. He should be in the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame. Do you think point. he has a shot with his past with the whole tape? Um, Because he's a big star in Hogan. 
in Florida though. Hogan is is huge. Hogan, um, if you, we talked a little bit about, Brawler talked a little bit about it earlier, like Hogan and and the fame about Hulk Hogan was huge. And, and still to this day, I think the name Hulk Hogan will make people go like, oh, vote for Hulk Hogan. The whole thing was, uh, he opened the, his Hulk Hogan beach shop in Orlando during WrestleMania last year. Me and Jonathan were there, and we were like, let's, let's check it out. The line was wrapped around the store, so we didn't even bother going because we even couldn't. Just drop by. Because the phenomenon of Hulk Hogan is still... Hulkamania is but still running the, wild. Do you think the voters, the adult, old people who vote, will forgive his Let me tell you, we've, we've, talk, we've talked to a lot of wrestlers on this show, a lot of them. And one of the questions we asked, you know, how much is, how was your influence of professional wrestling with you growing up? Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of professional wrestlers, a lot of people in the indies always say, well, you know, my grandma or my grandpa used to watch, you know, uh, wrestling back in the WWF days with Hulk Hogan, Machman, Randy Savage, you know, Roddy the Piper. And, and, you know, I started watching. (laughs) I started watching and it just got me into it. A lot of wrestling wrestlers said that. Yep. So you're saying a lot of the older voters who are these grandma and grandpas mm. but they also- who got their kids watching professional wrestling who are now the indie stars of our day and but our you generation. Have, you have Hulk Hogan with his bare white. Are not going to vote for Hulk Hogan? With his bare white ass saying the N-word on a what got him fired and removed from the Hall of Fame. You have Donald Trump who hates all the people who are the N-word. I mean, come on. And he's freaking president of the United States. I mean... This is not a political show, Michael J. Putty. This is a wrestling show. I have no problem. But uh, we could talk politics outside outside of the show. But I think for now, we should just say another news. In similar news, because we're talking about Hulk Hogan, Mm -hmm. apparently he's been bombarded by fans on his social social medias. Oh, poor Hogan. If he'll be at, at the Raw 20th anniversary. He simply said, and I quote, I'll be watching from home and cheering my friends next Monday Raw. Brother. Did he say the same thing Brawler said tonight? Maybe. That he hasn't received the call yet. However. Until a shot of wrestling makes a post about it. Apparently so many people asked him this question or it picked up so much traction. It forced the WWE to issue a statement to the Associated Press. Wow. About Hulk Hogan. Saying, and I quote, at this time, we stand by our commit. We are committed to our decision about him being fired. Oh. So, sorry, folks. He's not going to be at Raw 25. Just wait till a shot of wrestling posts. Hulk Hogan should be part of, of um, Raw 25, and uh, you'll see him there. Don't worry about it. We got you on a shot of wrestling. In other news. This is a news segment. We talk about the news here. Yeah. But there's a rumor that's been speculating and it's flooding the news wave. So let's talk about it, get your opinion on it, two cents. Okay. The past few days, there's been a lot of rumors that have been heating up, picking up about Daniel Bryan being a surprise entrant and possibly even winning the Royal Rumble. I just tinkled my pants. (laughs) You're on my fucking (laughs) studio couch. That's not. Uh, Apparently, the story goes that someone in the creative process pitched idea backstage mm. to the creative team and it mm. how somehow caused a stir behind the scenes love it to to the oh point God. where daniel bryan has even become one of the favorites oh. on the betting windows 
to become the favorite. I need some more shots of Russell to be able to contain myself this evening after this news. Jesus Christ! This is a rumor, so I got to do my job as a f- journalist. As of right now, Daniel Bryan has not been cleared. The situation has not changed. He is still not cleared. So it, I don't. There's think... so much back and forth about Daniel Bryan wrestling. No, there's wrestling. never been. It's, yeah, he's... there's always been. No, 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 no. You're put... getting it twisted. The way he's pushing himself. Uh, the on E storyline is not clearing him at all. The E is not clearing him. So, so I don't say, think he's, but he's going pushing to... himself. I don't. No. Yes. So when he contract expires, he's going to Japan. He's going to Japan. Japan or ROH. Well, guess what? If when Daniel Bryan's contract expires, a shot of wrestling will be at the Tokyo Dome to watch Daniel Bryan wrestle. I, I won't be. Okay? A shot of wrestling. I'll be at the fucking be. New York City Arena with fucking HOG and Daniel Bryan. <laughs> That's fine. You could, you could be there and represent. But if, if, if you're, you're with us or you're against us, Daniel Bryan is money wherever what, he's goes. I'm a big Daniel what Bryan mark shit, man. This is this, it's, this it's, your Nexus. Hiked up, it's Nexus or against this. <laughs> okay, so so uh, I don't think he's going to be in the Rumble. Your thoughts, your opinion. I, I'm hyped about it, bro. Yes, yeah. I know, I, I, what do you think? I hope he is. I hope he is. Do you think he'll win? If you're putting Daniel Bryan in the Royal Rumble, there is no way that you do not want to book him as the winner of the Rumble. In other news, another story we mentioned a couple months ago was about Jim Ross's tra- uh, wife of tragically passing away. However, there's an update how Jim Ross tweeted. This morning, Norman Judge Stephen Stice felt compelled to dismiss Vehicler. <clears throat> vehicler. <clears throat> vehicler? I can't say this word. <laughs> Too Ve- many shots of wrestling. Vehicler. Vehicler. Got- vehicler. <laughs> you said it wrong too. The vehicler? Can you say the word? 619-343-3005. Vehicler. The Hickler, I got it. The <laughs> Hickler, I'll edit this out. I'll the shit out. The Hickler's homicide charged against a 17-year-old who hit his wife on the moped when she wasn't wearing a helmet. Uh, details of the case are limited due to the fact that he's only 17 years old. But apparently the judge felt that he uh, served his time and uh, believed the counseling was enough. Um, How do you feel about this? It's a, it's a touchy subject. It is very touchy. I'm just going to... Jim Ross is not happy about it. I, I wouldn't be either. And I wouldn't be either. And I'm putting myself in his shoes. I'd be pretty fucking upset, bro. Other news. In other news. Well, we reported last week. We confirmed. We confirmed before Rock did. Goldberg was going to the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. They listened to us again. Now, no surprise there. Apparently, um, the one to induct him is the advocate for his longtime rival, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman. Very weird. Very weird. Makes no sense. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I like it. Who would you choose? For Brock Lesnar or for uh, uh, Goldberg? Goldberg, yeah. Anybody from WCW ever. Anybody. It could even be Bret Hart because like even they that, have a That'd be a little weird. Could. That'd be a little weird. Well, because Hulk Hogan. Oh, came to Hulk no. Hogan. Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff would be a good one because if anything, there was only one person that Eric Bischoff and the WCW brand really got over. Ric Flair. You need a big name for WCW. I, I like the because like Goldberg the wasn't Bischoff. a big name in WWE. No, I like the Eric Bischoff. Yeah, me too. One. I like the Eric Bischoff. But on a related note, uh, the Wrestling Observer relates that uh, Bret Hart is kind of hoping the Hart Foundation gets in this year. Oh wow, this year? Because apparently, sad note is that uh, what's his name, the Anvil, Jimmy Neidhart. Hart. 
health isn't doing too well, oh. and he might not be able to fully enjoy and participate in the next couple of years. Oh, that's a shame. So, oh, I've not heard this being named thrown around for this year. I have not either. But I hope it make it, it if it's wow. maybe next year. Now, Daddy, do you think so the, the Hart Foundation will be inducted into the Hall of Fame, Brett and Anvil? Or do you think they'll do the Brett Anvil, Owen, Bulldog, as a complete faction? I think they would do the complete faction. Which is kind of and taken it, away from Anvil's career, though. No, but they're going to do the complete faction because they're going to be able to, to kind of... Side note, Owen, because they haven't been able to, to book Owen because all of the Which is all done by now, so I'm surprised <laughs> it's waiting this long. So I feel like if they book the Hart Foundation, they could do Owen and the Bulldog and everybody together. Pillman, maybe? You he's he's involved, Pil- yeah. Yeah, you throw Pillman in there. You get a big, good name. and uh, If you get grouping all of them together at one big, complete fashion, that's a headliner. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know uh, Brian Pillman's son is going to be wrestling. Uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago. The, yeah, this this upcoming uh, so, uh, weekend. God bless him. I hope he works out. Yeah. In other news, also reported about WWE uh, Triple H talking about Ronda Rousey. Ooh, big news! Well, apparently, the rumor is that they officially have agreed to a deal. Yes, according to PWStream.com. Let's give them the credit for here. She's been training the Performance Center for quite a while now, Good undercover. So, keeping secrets is also well done. They also note that she is in for a in for a big match at WrestleMania, but is not expected to win the Royal Rumble. Which I hope she doesn't, because I do not want to see her in the Royal Rumble. Okay, I respect and that. I don't want to see her win the Royal Rumble because it takes away from the that. takes away from the fact that the women's Royal Rumble. Nor do I want to see Oscar win. I respect that because that's fucked up. I have a I have another angle to this story. Please, something that you may not expect, but um. Ronda Rousey is close personal friends with Shayna Blazer. Yes. Okay. Now, Shayna. Also, by the way, PW in was it PW Insider? Uh huh. Is saying the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen that you do not want to see. Yeah. Is not officially off the table. I don't think. Just you know. Well, we. But talk, I don't want to see that match either. We, we talked. You about, sold me on that one. No, 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 no. We talked about it before. That that match is money, no matter when it happens. So I don't think they should just give it away right now. But um, going back to my other point, Shayna, how would you feel if you were Shayna right now? You busted your ass in the indies. You busted your ass to be a professional wrestler. You train as hard as you could. You finally make it to NXT. And you're, you know, you're signed, you're, you're headlining that, that, that women's division. Like, you're going to be the face of that. Ronda Rousey comes around, big MMA star, who created a big name in, in her sport. All of a sudden, just gets signed, and now there's talks that she may win the Rumble, that she may have main event matches. Like, wouldn't you be a little bit bothered by that? Like, no, because like, I was saying a blazer, I'll make the fucking Oscar and make NXT women division my own. Yeah, but then you have Ronda make, being the headliner Same for thing. something that you, you want to do. You're talking about. But yet, you're talking about you fucking, busted your ass to do that. And talking about Bobby Roode versus AJ Styles. AJ Styles debuted, not even bothering going to NXT, but Bobby Roode busted his ass in NXT, made a name for himself, won the fans over. Bada bing, bada boom, Bobby Roode's the fucking. Yeah, uh, but Bobby Roode has been busting his ass just as much as AJ Styles has been absolutely. busting his ass. He's not a big name. Hmm. Shane Blaze, no, no, Shane Blaze. People flipping through their channels, see Ronda Rousey on Raw. Oh, shit, that's fucking Ronda Rousey? 
I wouldn't even stop the fucking no Shayna Blazer. So are you a Ronda Rousey guy or a Shayna Blazer guy? Gun to my head, Ronda Rousey, but no gun to my head. I'm Shayna all the way. Neither. Queen of Spades, baby. Queen of Spades. I don't know anything about her. I'm curious to see what she is. Queen of Spades all the way. Mad respect for that woman. In other news. Uh, we probably a couple of weeks ago that uh, the rumor was Carmella and Big Cass broke up. Officially, she confirmed they broke up. So, uh, Carmella, hit me up, 619 <laughs> In other news. According to a Twitter account from Russell Vote, uh, which has been linked to several breaking news in the past, WWE is going to announce the location of WrestleMania 35 as soon as the next couple days. We have a feeling of what's go- where it's going to be. We have a big feeling. They have narrowed it down to two finalists. Okay. Both cities are 96 miles away. That's amazing. Those cities are New York and Philadelphia. Wow. Breaking news. We've been talking about I did about the math. Yeah. I did the math. I Someone leaked the WrestleMania 35 logo. Oh. It had a Liberty Bell on it. Interesting. No fucking way Philadelphia loses to fucking New York City. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do an open air stadium in the whisk, risking cold weather, maybe even a snowstorm, you're not doing a fucking Philadelphia. You're not doing a fucking Philadelphia. No. You're doing a fucking New York City. Okay. What if what, 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 we can do fucking Raw and SmackDown in the Hall of Fame at the fucking Philadelphia Center? No, you're doing a fucking Madison Square fucking garden. If you want WrestleMania oh, 35. No <laughs> you're fucking doing cocaine over there. Again. Jesus freaking Christ. That's all right. Ma. 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 He's a fucking joking around, Ma. My fucking grandma doesn't It's okay. Right. Remember the rule when you were in school, just share. Sure, but kids are listening, so uh, cocaine is very bad for you. You shouldn't do it until you're an adult. A little Halsey and G-Eazy <laughs> talk about in their fucking hit song, but um, But uh, WrestleMania, if you're down with WrestleMania in New York City, hashtag WrestleMania NYC. You're betting men. Where do you put it? New York or Philadelphia? Uh, I'm going to go with New York. I'm going to go with New York. I don't see why it wouldn't be New York. Why, 30, why 30, 30, I, I think WWE is very big on their their big numbers when it comes to WrestleMania, like 30, 35, Not 40. 29 was in New York. Yeah, but 30 was New Orleans. Yeah, but not 29. New York? Yeah, but they threw... 29 should have been in Philadelphia. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that. But listen, 35, yeah. New York City. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Yes. Should I talk to you about this now? Are you prepared? I'm um, not really. Because okay. tonight is episode 100. We're full of exclusive news. And I don't know if you're ready for this. I don't know. I don't know. You're- All right. So we want to go to Chasing Hills? Um, if WrestleMania in New York happens, A Shot of Wrestling is committed to the wrestling universe. Wrestling what? Universe. Okay. To throw the illest tailgate party at giant stadium that is a guarantee that is a promise from the green man to you that a shot of wrestling if wrestlemania 35 comes to new york city we would throw the illis illis tailgate party everybody's invited breaking news where here where shot of wrestling at at metlife stadium oh she's giant stadium there's a loophole there <laughs> now you fucking committed us now legally uh-oh that sucks uh oh! What did I do wrong? They said Giant Stadium, but Giant Stadium doesn't exist. Ooh! So I think you're gonna fucking like <laughs> reel everybody in with the fucking money and the fucking like Ponzi scheme them. <laughs> That's it. We're committed. We're in it. We're in it that to sucks. win it. Let's do it, boys. 
Shot of Wrestling, Tailgate Party, WrestleMania 35, exclusively, you just heard it, on episode 100. Not if it's in Philadelphia, though. Fuck Philly. <laughs> A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. All right, buddy, we get for Raw. Uh, Michael J. Putty. Let's start with the heels because there's not there's only two. I got a lot of heels for Raw. Really? Yeah. I thought it was a solid show, like always. I think it's I think it was great, great quality stuff going on. Um, I'm gonna heal first, Matt Hardy. The build to this broken gimmick, this shattered gimmick, this awoken thing, it's not hitting as hard as it should. When we saw Matt Hardy and the Hardys debuted at WrestleMania and we were like so hyped. We didn't. I was there. You weren't. Okay. Bird notice. But let me tell you, if, if you were on my side of the the screen at, and you uh, saw Legends, Legends was, yep, I like wrestling. when Yep, I Like Wrestling through a great viewing party for WrestleMania, you would have seen everybody go freaking crazy like everybody did at the stadium. Yep. Right? They waited too long. And I've told I've told you this a lot uh, many times before. You have been like big on Matt Hardy and like you're liking what's going on. Did Re- you like it? Did you like what's been going on this past well, week? Well, last week I healed it because it went on too long. Um, but they couldn't really have done anything with the legally issues. So now the, the, the all clear... They're pulling the trigger now and then trying to make the most of it. So I can't fault them for that. You could totally fault them. You got you got to say, hey, let me cut my losses. If I couldn't do it when it was hot, let me not sacrifice the product and do it at all. All right. Anything else? Um, I'm a heel. Michael Cole getting launched by Braun Strowman into security guards. Okay. And then all of a sudden, he's out of commentary. You're shooken up. Like, he was, he, he was safely... But he was shooken he, up. He safely landed... Yeah, but he was dragged by hands. the bare ass of his pants, and he, he was shooken up. That was... So he got a wedgie, and now he can't but be like, in commentary. What's... What's... What's, uh, what's his name? I... I uh, Do him backstage. <laughs> the SmackDown guy. He's a SmackDown announcer. What's he doing that wrong? <laughs> he had Renee Young do it. Yes... Yes. Oh my God, that's, exactly, that's exactly what should have happened. But um, maybe they were just Todd testing Phillips. him out. Got it. Maybe they were just testing Todd out. For what? Maybe a position down the line. Sure. Anything else? Let me get into the good part of Raw. Okay, the nothing? cheers. So that's one. The good old cheers. The revival promo after oh. the match. Killer. Even though it was planned and I... I there's there's many uh, younger fans out there listening to the show who think that, yeah, the WWE... Didn't approve for them to go out and say that they're not entertainers, that they're professional wrestlers. Nobody thinks that. Don't fall for it. Nobody thinks that. The WWE completely backs that decision up. Okay, and but I still like it. I like the fact that they're making it. They're distinguishing themselves as professional wrestlers and not entertainers. I like it. Uh, Nia Jax, your girl. All right, cheer this. I'm gonna cheer it. Why? Because she sold the shit out of that that injury. See, that, that I don't K-fabian. have it officially down, but I, I was going to heal that. Oh, that's a shame. Because I thought she did really well. And as I was watching everything oh. unfold. She did fantastic. Yeah. But it was a great match. With the, I understand they wanted to protect both of them. That's, but it was a shitty ending. 
I thought, but that was the only way to protect them. No, yeah, but it could have somebody else, maybe someone interfere, or maybe like a, a but knee that injury. Was, but, that was ex- but that was expected. Your leg going Michael to the, J. Putty, you, the leg. You would the, expect that. You would expect them to say, oh, you know, Oscar's not going to lose because of interference. They try to give heels? you something different. They try to give you something different. Can I, I get got, my heels? I got two more cheers it's, before can, you ride the heel train on Raw. Yeah, but then I go to SmackDown. Can I get my heels before you go into the cheers? You, okay, go ahead. The whole Braun Strowman thing. <laughs> oh, really? You've got to admit that sucked. No. That was lame. The flipping of the truck? Fucking, that's fucking stupid. It was done. It's stupid. <laughs> it's done. I'm not impressed anymore because it's all fucking fake and wires and shit. It, it's not this impressive. This was a semi-truck. It wasn't even yes, an ambulance. Yes, the wires, still fucking pulleys. No one gives a fuck anymore. <sighs> it was way too long. It wasted an hour of my life. He's a big man. Stop being a fucking big baby. He, he was tossing security guards. Yes, yeah, it was a waste of my time. All over the place. Only to get rehired an hour later because for him being a fucking bitch. Fuck that. Waste of my time. Fuck him. Before and, fuck, got... and, and when Braun Strowman was going to the production trucks, Kurt Angle was like, oh, God, there were $12 million. Horrible acting, Kurt Angle. That's why you're not in any WWE movies. You know, you know what's funny? <laughs> Shade. You know what's funny about that? Yeah, there were $12 million worth of equipment in there, but Braun Strowman Did barely, touch barely one touched either. one of them. <laughs> like, Braun Strowman knew, I need to not fuck up. Well, I can't flip those over because they're not, not set for me to flip them. Yeah. I'm going to the fucking uh, truck part that's fucking... But, but let me tell you, why I liked Braun Strowman, and this is one of my, my cheers that you're un- unraveling here in your heel, one of the reasons I liked that Braun Strowman angle, because it reminded me of like the old school Attitude Era Stone Cold angles, where they build a whole show... What? Yes. Six or eight segments a were whole of, show. of Stone Cold. Not one fucking hour and never mention it again. No, but a whole show about Stone a whole Cold show. promos along it, the way. Yes, it was one hour. And this hour. was what it was. It was and, a buildup. And then done. Nine o'clock, it was done. Who watches past nine nowadays? Nobody. <laughs> so, Who watches past eight? <laughs> fucking 12-year-olds. And you, apparently. Eight o'clock it starts, bro. What, what George three hundred five? What's the biggest Raw fan? Whatever. Bro, I apologize, Prince Havoc. Not, you're not, SmackDown not guy. You're hating? Now George three hundred five because SmackDown and uh, Raw ends at eight oh one. Don't hate on the Raw fans, man. Don't hate on us because Raw is better, dude. I swear to God, if Raw twenty five sucks, I'm never watching anything again. I'm gonna quit the show. <laughs> oh, on record, yes. All right. Do you have any other heels? Uh, no, I got one cheer, though. Oh, me, it's the same cheer that I have. I'm sure it is. It what has is to be. It? The Miz? No. Oh, different cheers. Do they have one cheer left? Yeah. Okay. My cheer, uh, my last cheer of the night is The Miz and the Reigns being the top title picture with the icy belt. Um, I that last week, too. Brock is nowhere to be seen. Um, and yeah. thank you, Brawler, for explaining that, yeah... You know, you want it to be an attraction and you don't need to see them every day. And if you eat steak, blah, 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 blah. You know what? If you like steak, like I like The Miz, and you want more of The Miz, then you're going to want to use some more steak. Maybe you'll try a different sauce on your steak and you'll you'll put reins in it. And, and then when you get tired of that sauce, maybe you'll put uh, Finn Balor in it. And then maybe when you get tired of that sauce, maybe you'll put the Miz in it. But the steak still tastes good. And Miz is a great piece of steak. Take that to the bank. Cash that check, baby. 
your last cheer for Raw. Oh, good to see the curb stop back. Um, <laughs> so, so did that bing, bang, boom. Not rambling on, not going on and on about nonsense. Michael J. Putty, it's been 100 episodes. I'm going to live <sighs> every moment like it's my last. Smackdown. Um, I'm going to cheers those individual promos that everyone cut. Yes. Awkwardly, although on their cell phone. But it kind of felt old schoolish. Every, everyone got their own time in the I, sun to cut their own little I'm upset promo. About you. It was uh, fucking I'm upset, fantastic. I'm, I'm upset now, Michael J. Putty, that you think that those cell phone videos are old school. Yeah, because then instead of, they were on the cell phone instead of being in the fucking corner Bruh. during a fucking wrestling Bruh. match. They had their own segment. It was fantastic. When in the 80s did you see someone do oh, a video Jesus. promo on their cell phone before they existed? Can you do me a favor? Can you listen to me? Michael J. Putty. Can you just do me a favor? I'm going to turn your mic off. I said it reminded me of the old schoolers because when they were people used to cut promos in the corner during a match instead of doing it in the corner they did it on a fucking cell phone which is a little weird but it's fine. Okay. I'm gonna cheers those no, wait, wait, wait. the Be whole pretty... night. Smackdown top to bottom. Whole night was filled with great wrestling. Something Raw has not delivered on in a while. Top to bottom Great wrestling. The whole story of the show was built upon the United States title. Finally making this title seem important, relevant, prominent. Didn't have the finals next week. They had the finals this week. Because halfway through the show, Jinder Mahal decided to attack Bobby Roode, which is my heel. Because if that didn't happen, what would, what, what would have been the main event? Poor management by SmackDown, though. Because they had no main event going to the show. Nine o'clock happened. They had no main event. Now all of a sudden they have a main event? It's fucking weird. They're going to chill something. Once again, it chills a half chill, half cheer, half heel. Heel, there's no main players. There was no Kevin Owens. There was no Sami Zayn. There was no Randy Orton. There's no, there no Cheesecake knock him over. And only a brief, what, a minute backstage promo was uh, AJ Styles. I was going to cheer because they made the whole show about the United States title, making it feel so it was different. The whole show was based around one thing. It was fantastic. Anything that went wrong? Oh, it was kind of weird to see Bobby Roode and Jim Hall, two guys wrestling against each other, wearing the same exact uniform. Yeah, it was. A, it looked, I, I didn't like that. No, and they I, weren't I thought coordinated. You, I thought of you in that moment because I was like, ooh. Michael J. Petty's not going to like this. Yeah. Because something like that needs to be in a tag team, like when we're together. Yeah. But not or, when you're opposing. I'll wear blue, you wear like gray. Yeah. Like, it's those details that need to, details, they need to, yeah. they need to put their eye on. How are the ratings? Oh, yeah, so you have nothing for Raw? I expect that, I mean? No. Of course, I probably didn't watch it. This week's Raw drew a 3.25 million, which is up for 17.5% from last week's 2.76. A big jump for Raw. This is the best number since the post-SummerSlam episode back in August 28th, which drew a 3.30. Huh? It's also the first time the show hasn't faced competition from football. So now we are entering the period of no football, so that should help Raw exponentially. Raw was number three for the night behind the NBA on TBS and Hannity. Raw was number two in the 18-49 demographic behind the NBA. SmackDown this week drew... 2.602, which is down slightly from last week's 2.603. Smackdown was number seven in viewership behind the curse of Oak Island. Fixer Upper, Rachel Maddow, Hannity, Tucker Carlson, The Five. Smackdown was number two, however, in the 1849 behind 
the curse of Oak Island. The number one show on cable for Tuesday nights. Oh, man, get on board that show. Total Divas drew a $593 million, which is up 15% from last week's ranked number 20. So uh, good for Total Divas, I guess. However, Impact drew a 309, which is considerably increased from last week's 276. So Impact making an impact on the ratings. Michael J. Putty, I am beyond excited about everything going on in professional wrestling. And one of the best things going on today is Crooked World Order. You could follow them on Instagram at CWOStore28 or on Twitter at CrookedSTALI or on Facebook at Crooked World Order. They have one of the best wrestling-inspired t-shirts, hats, or like you said earlier on in the show, panties. That's right. They have it all. And I know, Michael J. Putty, your birthday is right around the corner. Hey. (laughs) What? Shut up. Listen, no, no you're, know that. Shut up. your birthday is right Shut around up. the corner, so what better gift for you than the Hit It Raw shirt? You've seen it everywhere, and you could get it at www.funnyshirts.org slash s slash cwo store 28. That's the Hit It Raw shirt. It's coming for your birthday, buddy. Do they have a Hit It Smackdown shirt? Crooked World Order. Great man. Yeah. Almost at the end of episode 100. Can't believe it. A centennial of episodes. Almost two years. Wow. Big, How big you feeling? stuff. Um, I'm feeling very, like, proud of, of what we've accomplished in the past mm-hmm. two years. I mean, to think that it was just two guys, two friends, two brothers getting together with a passion about professional wrestling and deciding that every week we will get together and just talk about what's been going on in the news of professional wrestling, what's yep. been going on Raw and SmackDown, and just well, like... Raw back then, SmackDown was a fucking <laughs> You're right. It was just Raw. Um, and to think that... SmackDown became such a number one show? Amazing. Oh! <laughs> it's a close second. It's yeah, a very it's close second to Raw. But um, And then to think, uh, like, at episode 100, that... We're watching Royal Rumble, and one of the guys who is in the Rumble match right now getting his face stomped in by by who, the Barbarian? Hercules. Hercules is Tito Santana, who was a guest on one of our shows, to think that the Brooklyn Brawler, who was in this whole era, who was part of the Attitude Era, who's going to be in Raw 25th anniversary tonight... Tonight on Monday Night Raw, if you're listening to this show on a Monday night, on a Monday, it it just boggles my mind. I am completely humbled. I am grateful um, to everybody in professional wrestling who has given us the opportunity to, you know, just be who we are. And at the core, we are just wrestling fans, just just enjoying what everybody else enjoys, professional wrestling. Well, if you're even more humbled, we have some more phone calls for you. What? Ladies and gentlemen, wrestling's richest prize, Mr. Darius Carter. 
uh, wishing a shot of wrestling. Uh, a happy 100th anniversary, uh, 100th show, I should say. Congratulations. Good things were done. And you had the pleasure of having me. So keep on listening. What's up, wrestling world? This is Alvin Alvarez, the one and only absolute, just wishing a shot of wrestling. Uh, congratulations on their 100th episode. You guys are doing your thing of promoting indie wrestling. Here's to another 100. Cheers. I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you got here, but a shot of wrestling has reached 100 episodes. 100 episodes more, and you get a free pony. How do you get a free pony? I don't know. I'm not your mother. It's Matthew Ryan Shapiro. Happy 100 episodes. Where's my money, stupid? Apparently, the shot of wrestling has reached 100 episodes. So basically, fuck you guys. I hate you. You suck. 100 and episodes, that's hu- nothing. Suck it. Yeah, suck it. Just touch my suck it. <laughs> wow. Boulevard Bullies really coming through with some 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 great words for your boys at a shot of wrestling, but you're absolutely right. A hundred episodes is nothing. It is nothing to what we are going to accomplish in the next hundred episodes of this show. And we already made some breaking news. We're already making some waves of what we're going to be doing in 2018. We already mentioned our sponsorship with GCW at Joey Janela Spring Break 2. And Matt Riddle's Bloodsport, we already made breaking news to say that if WrestleMania 35 will be in the New York City area, that we will host the official tailgate party of that event. I mean, what else could you ask for? You want some more guests? There will be more. So stay tuned. Be part of the Shot of Wrestling movement. And Michael J. Putty, I got two words for you. Okay. Or should I say, I got two shots for you, baby. Two shots waiting for you at the bar. Mike, we're going to celebrate all night, baby. I can't wait. 100 episodes in the books. That's it. Something I never thought would happen, but it happened. Now, folks, if you check my social medias at Michael J. Putty on Instagram, at Michael J. Putty on Twitter, you will see it says, in no joke, I am the founder and CEO of Omega Studios. That's right. It's funny how the the profession that needs the quietest space in the world, a podcast, radio show, mm-hmm. is a, a floor above one of the loudest professions, a bar. <laughs> but somehow it makes it work. It, yeah. You know, down the hall, we I have, there's another studio here. Which I, size Studios. I dubbed Size Studios because I'm an asshole. But however, across the building, we have the Omega, Omega offices, which... Someone here is going to be graduating to. Green Man is now leaving the studio to go into the office. He's pulling a fucking Triple H. Wow. Triple H. Breaking news. Is, no, not to you. <laughs> Triple H decided to leave the ring and go into the offices. So Green Man is leaving the studio into going into the Omega offices to help this brand grow. Green Man, you want to give these people more information about it yes michael j putty there there is a lot that's been going behind the scenes to make uh episode 100 happen there's a lot that's been going on behind the scenes to make a lot of other things happen and you know i have a family it's well documented i have a new baby boy at home what's one and i gotta say it is very difficult to balance a work life 
uh, relationship with a passion of professional wrestling. So um, one of the reasons that we're bringing in a lot of new castmates and we're bringing in a lot of new people into the fold is because um, A Shot of Wrestling is a brand and it's a growing brand. And if you want to be part of this movement, just follow us at A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram or Shot of Wrestling. No A. No A on Twitter um, and be part of the conversation. I mean, we are fans at heart and there's just a lot more behind the scenes stuff that needs to happen. And yeah, I will be taking a behind the scenes job in the next coming months, but it does not mean that I will not be continuing to contribute in these interviews um but the green chair is now open but you're not you're not leaving the show so we're not doing a fucking co-host no there's no co-host search should be your boy michael j party here in the cockpit and we have a green chair which is open for anybody wants to fill in you know which which is very interesting because you are the veteran of the of the podcast world you know you've gone through what three podcasts by by this time in your career uh you're going into your fifth year of podcasting yep it's my second longest so catching up (laughs) catching up so whoever is taking this green chair is going to be green not just like the green man but it's going to be green in the podcast world and could only learn um the tricks of the trade and and the best podcasts um than by your tutelage, you know? So um, looking forward to listening to some great shows. And like I said, I will still be contributing in in the great interviews that will be delivered to you weekly. But there's like a lot of other things that are going to be happening on there. I'm really excited to share. But um, I've already given out too many exclusives. So I'll hold back on the rest. The corner office is mine, though. The corner office will always be yours. Don't even fucking bother. (laughs) I still have a window. You do. You have two of them. Which is nice. They're not next to each other, but it's fine. (laughs) But uh, yeah, Uh, bittersweet announcement here on episode 100. Mm -hmm. Uh, No co-host search. But I'm excited. I'm very excited. So we'll see what happens. I'm curious to see what happens. I'm curious to see what characters fill in that chair. (laughs) And, uh, you know, if you want to fill in. Inbox at a shot of wrestling, a shot of wrestling on social medias, shot of wrestling no way on Twitter, and uh, maybe we we'll work things out. Maybe you can be a co-host on a shot of wrestling. Michael J. Putty, through the last hundred episodes, yes. you have closed this show in the best way possible. But I can't believe that you're gonna be saying the names that you'll be saying tonight. I mean, could you remember everybody who participated in episode 100 of A Shot of Wrestling? You know, uh, you underestimate me. Yes. <laughs> That's what I do. I am the host of this show. and Nothing happens on this show when I'm in the cockpit that I don't know about. If you ask me who participated in this show, I'm going to tell you who participated in this show. But are you done? You're, you, give, you, 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 find, you said your goodbyes? You're done? Uh, I'm not saying this is not goodbye. See you later. This is see you later. Okay. So for the green man... For Adam Geddes, for Absolute Allen, for the Boulevard Bullies, for the Wrestling's British Prize, Darius Carter, for the Ugly Ducklings, for our boy, the Sexy Zayn, the definition of authority and sexiness, Eric Jaden for Mike Law, and for, for Matthew Ryan Shapiro, and for the newest addition to Raw 25, the Brooklyn Brawler, I have been your host for the last 100 episodes at Michael J. Putty. Until next week, the next chapter of this show.
Party out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have made it through another episode of A Shot of Wrestling, and no episode would be complete then without Last Call. So we have Steve Lombardi, the Brooklyn Brawler, back here for Last Call. Now, Steve, this is how it's going to work. Basically, I give you rapid-fire questions. You give me the first answer that comes up to mind. Are you ready? Okay. And away we go. What is your favorite adult beverage? Probably a protein shake. <laughs> nice. What is the best feature on a woman? My wife's features. Mm. Her blonde hair, her blue eyes. That's the, 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 feature that, the features that I married. Oh, you're, you're getting over tonight, man. Who was the <laughs> best in, in their first WWE match with the Brooklyn Brawler? The, the best, I would have to say, was uh, Bret Hart in Cincinnati Gardens. The guy was, like, so good. And he was a new breed coming in because we had Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, this guy. And then we got Bret Hart walking in the dressing room with a backwards baseball cap that just looked like an ordinary guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but then when he got in the ring, he was technically sound. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite meal that your wife cooks? Oh, man, she's a tremendous cook. I would have to say uh, lamb shank and Ooh. Chardonnay wine. Ooh, fancy. I need to cook. Oh, over. yeah. She's a, she's, a great, she's a great cook. Um, other than wrestling, what is your favorite sport? Other than wrestling, my favorite sport is roller derby. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I, 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 I always say that. They don't even have roller derby no more, do they? <laughs> I, haven't uh, seen I don't know. I, I watched a little bit of football here and there, baseball. I actually did a batting practice with the Detroit Tigers. Oh, cool. And, I got, and that's a lot wow. harder than it looks, trust me. Oh, I can imagine. Uh, who is your favorite heel of all time? Well, I can't say Brock Lesnar because people love him too. Yeah. The the favorite heel. I'm He's trying my favorite to favorite face. Here. Favorite face would have to be Shawn Michaels. I got to wrestle him in Madison Square Garden too. That's a moment that people need to listen to the audio book for. That's amazing, by the way. Oh, the way it happened. Yes, absolutely. The way it happened because that was a that was a big. Yeah, you know, I don't want to give it away. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you li- if you listen to this audio book, you're going to hear things that was have never been told before. We're still having last call here. What is the best place you've ever traveled for for wrestling? Uh, well, so many. I enjoyed uh, New Zealand. I enjoyed Japan. I enjoyed India. I enjoyed uh, Kuwait. I wrestled all over the world so many times. But my mm-hmm. favorite place to wrestle is in Brooklyn nice. at the Barclays Center. What is your go-to song for karaoke? <laughs> my go-to song for karaoke? Frank Sinatra, My Way. Like it. What is the one thing you would want to be buried with? The one thing I would want to be buried with is, a, is some kind of uh, token for my wife. Oh. And finally, what was your favorite era in the WWE? The Attitude Era. My kind of guy. Thank you so That's much right. again uh, for being part of episode 100. This is a great way to kick off the next 100 episodes of A Shot of Wrestling. Thank you. There again. you go. And I hope I come on again. I'll be happy to come on again. Thank you so much. a lot sir. of things are happening in the future, and you'll be the first to find out. Really appreciate that. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? 
Good night, everybody.